0: Shine bright, like a diamond. Shine bright, like a diamond. As I was praying and reflecting over the gospel that we have today, uh, this, these lyrics from this song kept, uh, you know, uh, playing in my mind um, like in an, in an annoying way. I don't know where it came from. Uh, anybody know this song, by the way? What song I'm talking about? It's called Diamonds by Rihanna. Um, I think it's probably because, you know, it's Father Brian's favorite song. And I hear him from across the hall singing it in the shower. But, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to pray here and shine bright like a diamond. All right, so I said... Let, let, let's go with this. Let me, let me think about what these words mean. And it occurred to me a, bright, a diamond can only shine. it can only like radiate its brilliance only if there's an external light source. You know, a diamond, it can't generate its own light. right It comes it, like a value, the value and, and the brilliance of a diamond. Like you, you could only see it, you could only appreciate it if you have a light. Jesus calls us disciples salt and light. We're called salt and light. But what does this mean exactly? How does it affect us disciples? You know, there's something common that salt and light, uh, there, there's something that they have in common. And it's that they both give of themselves to benefit something else. So for example, salt. right? It's used as a preservative, one of its uses. So salt prevents food from spoiling or going bad. Imagine prosciutto or jamon without salt. Gross it would be it would be horrible it would taste so bad as talking about taste salt also gives food flavor salt makes food tastier i was reminded of this uh yesterday i was as i was cooking chili i tasted it and yeah it needed more seasoning needed more salt Oh, by the way, it came out delicious. Chef's kiss. Um, my my secret is I like to add a little honey. It, it balances out the, the spiciness and the saltiness. And then uh, some of the diced onions I, I add towards the end to give it a little bit of uh, like a crunchy texture. Uh, I also use uh, San Marzano diced tomatoes, crushed tomatoes. makes a makes a makes a nice difference. Yeah, who knew you would be getting these game-changing cooking tips at mass today? And we're called, we're called to be a people who flavor all aspects of our lives with the values of the gospel. We're called to preserve our families, our communities, right? our society from the corruption of sin and vice, just like salt. Now, what about light? Light also gives itself away to everything in its path. It doesn't make itself visible, but makes other things visible, like diamonds. Light exists not for itself, but so that others can see. Being light isn't meant to draw attention to ourselves. Hey, look how good I am. Look at all the good things I'm doing. But to help others see who God is, how good He is, so that they can be drawn to Him. These images of salt and light are also meant to correct any misunderstanding that the Christian faith is only a personal or private experience. And this teaching is directly connected to where, just right where we left off from uh, last week's gospel, the Beatitudes, especially the last one, the last Beatitude, uh, which, was, which is what you all remember, right? You have the Beatitudes committed to memory. Uh, just to remind you, Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of my name. To this, Jesus says, rejoice and be glad. Jesus is encouraging us to be joyful whenever we're put down because we're his disciples, whenever we're put down because we're following his way, his truth, and his life. When a disciple really lives the Beatitudes, they'll act according to the values of the gospel, which are often contrary to the values of the world. And they'll always be those who resist such a witness to truth and love. A person who keeps their faith private or silent probably won't face rejection or ridicule. But someone who attempts to live their faith in a visible and authentic way, uh, they will will have trouble. Persecution is one confirmation that the faith is being lived out in in a visible, public, and authentic way. And for such a disciple, Jesus blesses them. So like salt and light, We're called to be people that affects the world around us. Our saltiness, our light, they don't originate from within us. These qualities come from God as gifts given to us. You know, we don't shine our own light, but His light. We let His light shine in our dark world. As Christians, we're called to live out these gifts so that others can experience them. When we keep our faith private, we fail to affect the world around us, just like salt that's lost its taste, just like light that's kept under a basket. When we keep our faith private, we fail in our God-given identity and mission. I know... Our secular culture tells us that keeping our faith to ourselves, not bringing it up, like this is etiquette. But that's not the way of the Bible. That's not the way of Jesus. If you think about it, salt and light and the Beatitudes are really a description of Jesus. who he was, what he did. And when Jesus tells us to let our light shine before others so that they may see our good works, he's basically telling us to do the same thing that he did. So here's the big question of the day, of the week. Hopefully we'll, I encourage you to bring it into your prayer and, and reflection, meditation this week. Am I living like Jesus? Am I salt like him? Am I light like him? May we shine bright, not like diamonds, but like Jesus May we shine bright through, with, and in him.